0: Now, America's Healthcare Advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello America, welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate show broadcasting coast to coast across the USA from Alaska to Florida, all the way to Hawaii. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. 294 affiliates strong. My producer today, is Karen Carson. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. If you're looking for Medicare health insurance, the good folks at RPS Benefits by Design are happy to help you. You can reach the lovely Joyce Thompson at 877 385 2224. And Jim Lodge will help you with any employer sponsored health care needs. They are happy to help you as well. Again, at 877-385-2224. Anywhere in the country, feel free to give them a call. If you have questions, you want to send me an email, I get these all the time. Do that on the on the website, healthradio.us, and I will be happy to respond to you with anything I can help you with, whatever the case may be. In studio with me today, who came all the way in here from New York City, pretty close to New York, right? Yep. Our Bob Goldberg and Joseph Swider, they are from Prosper DTX. What is Prosper DTX? You're going to find this interesting. Prosper DTX applies this proprietary casual machine learning technology to patient health records to create next generation personalized care for cancer and other diseases the takeaway from what I just said is they help improve the life of cancer patients we're going to dive into that and talk about that today let me tell you a little bit about Bob and what he does Bob Goldberg is the co-founder and chief strategy officer of prosper DTX he's also the vice president and co-founder of the Center for medicine the public interest and he advocates for consumer advocacy access to medical innovation, better health information, personalized health care. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Goldberg has dedicated himself to improving the health of Americans and promoting medical innovation. Prior to founding CMPI, Dr. Goldberg was a director of the Manhattan Institute Center for Medical Progress and the chairman of the 21st Century FDA Task Force that examined the impact of FDA's Critical Path Initiative on drug development. So the guy obviously knows what he's talking about. We're very happy to have him in studio and the fact that he came in here from New Jersey. Also, his partner, Joseph Swader, is the CEO and co-founder of Prosper DTX. He has 25 years in life science executive. He was a portfolio manager, entrepreneur, and advisor for J.P. Morgan, the Dreyfus Fund, and the Scudder Hedge Fund. Welcome, gentlemen. Happy to have you all here. Great, nice to be here, and, and when we get this done, we're going to go enjoy some of that wonderful Kansas City barbecue today. So there we go. All right. So let's just start off with Prosper DTX, because when you and I first talked, Terry Mondi, a good friend of mine, uh, and someone who have, I've worked with for years brought this to me, and I was fascinated by it because you're filling a void in a space where, for cancer care patients, there just isn't anybody doing this right now. Um, and the complications that people have after they've had you know, cancer treatment, while they're having cancer treatment, are significant. Talk about what Prosper DTX brings and how it works.
1: Doctor? Thanks again for having me, uh, Carrie and, and for having Joe as, as well. We established Prosper Digital Therapeutics exactly because of the problem of when people are diagnosed with cancer and they're being treated for cancer, people forget that most of this care is managed on their own. 99.9% of cancer care is self-management. Um, we, you see the doctor an average of maybe 16 minutes uh, a, a month, if you're lucky. Uh, during that time, lots of things Um, uh, uh, happen. Side effects, isolation, anxiety. There's nothing there to help people. And these are major drivers of quality of life, but also ER and hospital admissions, which are about 30% of the total cost of cancer in this country. So we, from our own experiences uh, personally, saw that there was a need for for doing this. And the question was, well, if you're going to do it, do you want to wait till things get worse? which is usually what happens because people are reluctant to talk, uh, you, you aren't monitoring them, or do you get ahead of the thing by coming up with predictive models that can get to people and provide them with care before they get sick, before their fever spike, uh, before they lose weight. And that's really the essence of, um, of Prosper. You know, we, co- we collect all this electronic health information and the uh, unstructured information, which is the information about how you're feeling on a day-to-day basis, we have uh, proprietary algorithms which allow us to personalize where you may be going in the the care process and provide you with 24-7 concierge care, which consists of live navigators uh, to help you with things like transportation, financial services, nutrition um, we, you know, we've know, we even, in our focus group, people have talked about massage therapy, um, but also um, identifying uh, remotely through the kinds of things that, uh, try to find the things that people are most likely to be hospitalized for and stop them from happening. I think that kind of gives
0: everybody an idea of what we're doing here. Here's, here's an interesting statistic that I think you'll find interesting in the audience today. 65% of the people with cancer are likely to experience unplanned acute admission. What does that mean, Joe?
2: That means that, um, as the CMS has stated, uh, there's 10 different conditions that uh, a cancer patient um, can um, develop due to the chemotherapy, which uh, the CMS is, is identified as avoidable. <clears throat> that cancer patients um, undergo complications that with the right kind of oversight uh, can be avoided. So unplanned hospitalizations doesn't mean that, that excludes um, uh, hospital visits for radiotherapy, for surgery, for those kind of procedures that are planned. Unplanned hospitalization me- just means really that uh, the care of the patient is out of control, that the care is not adequate. Uh, for example, I, I got interested in uh, having a cancer product because I lost my dad to cancer. I've lost friends of mine to cancer who are younger than me. And I have seen experience experiences seeing that. There's huge gaps in the continuity of care of these patients and these gaps are uh, these gaps are these, these areas where if there was an intervention or information or a suggestion or support, then these patients would not have these uh, hospitalizations. For example, in a, a self-insured <clears throat> uh, company typically has about one percent of their employees come down with cancer. But up to 20% of their total healthcare costs can be treating that 1%. We think that there's um, great inefficiency in the in the care of cancer patients, and great gaps in the continuity of care. And think that digital applications are the perfect way to coordinate resources and provide recommendations and support to coordinate with a care team, the navigators and really to bring in uh, friends and family that that can help support the cancer patient in their journey. That's
0: critical because the caregiver, the, the, yes. the, you know, your wife gets cancer, your husband gets cancer, your child has cancer. The, you're there's a caregiver there that has to, because as you said, you're self-managing this. You have to be yeah. your own advocate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My wife's got a very significant heart condition. I will tell you that we have spent a lot of time, I have spent a lot of time, navigating the healthcare system, getting her to the right people. And, yep. making, and I had to change doctors and hospitals three times. Mm-hmm. Okay, But I know my way around the space. But for the average person out there, they don't. And that's, that's the problem, is that they're yeah. self-managing in a vacuum where they don't understand you know what's going on here. We've got about a about 30 seconds, to, about a minute left. Just chat about that quickly before we go to break.
1: Well, my own personal experience, as Joe knows, uh, my dad uh, visiting my dad, he fell, he cracked his neck. Everything, you know, we he went to ER, we got discharged, and then I, we all we looked at each other, me and my brother and my dad, go, well, what do we do now? How do you care with a guy in a Miami J brace cervical collar? How do you shave? How do you walk? And these things are never thought of during the cancer treatment process. The reason that we develop these causal models is there could be five different reasons for fever or weight loss and so on. We find using analysis underlying causes so that the caregiver can actually make a easy informed decision. So, when we come back
0: from the break. i we're going to explore some of those situations. We're going to talk specifically about some of the things that happen to people with cancer issues and other diseases that Prosper DTX is treating. The website is prosperdtx.com if you want information. Prosper DTX Dot .com stay tuned we'll be right back after the break you're listening to America's healthcare advocate broadcasting here on the HI radio network coast to coast across the USA we've got more the doctors in the house stay right there Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the fruited plain here on the HI Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website healthradio.us. Healthradio.us. My producer is Karen Carson. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. In studio with me, Dr. Bob Goldberg founder of Prosper DTX, co-founder of Prosper DTX, Joe Swader, CEO and co-founder of Prosper DTX. We are talking about the treatment of cancer and what the challenges people face uh, when they are being treated for cancer with chemo and all the other things they have to go through. Uh, and, and we're trying to... Put information out here. You know, I do these shows. I'm trying to educate this audience that there's a better way. There's another way to treat whatever this particular issue is that you may be having. That's why we do these kinds of broadcasts, to educate the audience out there in terms of what's available. You're not going to find this typically anywhere in the mainstream media or anyplace else. So that's why we do these kinds of broadcasts. So if you are that human resource director, maybe you're a broker or TPA administrator or a hospital administrator, You should go take a look at this and see what you think, because I think you're going to be surprised. It's called ProsperDTX.com. They've got a great website. You can contact them through the website, ProsperDTX.com. It can make a big difference. It can make a big difference in how people are living their daily quality of life. And it can also lower the cost by not having these unscheduled ER visits and readmissions. Hospitals. So again, the website prosperdtx.com. You said something off here a minute ago that was very interesting. I think Joe said this: 36% of the people are taking a supplement. Now go from that to the to the to to, to the conclusion of what happens when they're taking this particular supplement.
1: Yeah. Well, Joe's a smart one, and he 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 had the he had the. Um,
0: You're the PhD. Wait well, a minute, I don't understand. No, no,
1: Piled high and deeper, as my mother would say. Uh-huh. But
2: yeah, so Joe, please. Thirty-six percent of patients take some kind of a natural subs, subs, uh, supplement to boost their immune system. They're thinking well, logical. Well, if this will right. make me better. Right, it's well-meaning, uh, but it's not reported to the doctor. It's not part of the medical record, and uh, who knows this? Uh, and and studies have shown that people taking this these supplements, it hurts the effectiveness of chemotherapy and can exacerbate the the um, uh, side effects. So, um, having the, a complete medical record is really important. Let's spool back to the patient that uh, the person that gets the diagnosis. They're overwhelmed. They're, yeah. like, wh- They're what, scared what, to death to start what, with. Yeah, what, okay. are, what are we going to do? And then this healthcare <laughs> system says, oh, we need you to go get all your health records. They're scattered everywhere. What Prosper DTX does with uh, as a benefit to a, a health plan is to engage that patient, and collect all their health records digitally. We're able to do this now over 95% of all health providers in the United States. We create a longitudinal record, and not just health records that are part of the current system they're in. Anywhere they've been, whether there's an uh, electronic signature or a record, we can bring that in. So if there's something that, um, you know, one of our advisors is Rafael Fonseca from the Mayo Clinic, Uh, who who told us early on in in engaging the company that um, often patients don't tell the physician very important uh, ideas about some of uh, the treatments they've gotten in the past. And with that information, that they would prescribe differently. So what we're able to do is work with the physician. We're not a substitute for a doctor. We're part of the care team. We we think that we're the missing part of that the, to create team, this yeah. continuity of care, and and we can identify these problem areas, flag them, make recommendations, communicate with the patient and the care team to have a better outcome.
0: Yeah. yeah, a significantly better outcome. Bob, go ahead. Yeah, I was
2: going to
1: say just to follow up with what <clears throat> Rafael Dr. Fonseca said in this particular case, he didn't know um, uh, that his patient had a urinary tract infection. Um, which wound up progressing because of their immunocompromised into a hospitalization. If he had known, if they had been in a, and this is Mayo Clinic, by the way, if he had known that and, and was able to see in the EHR that that was happening, he could have prescribed and could have taken, taken action. And um, to that point, you know, we're not just throwing, not doing a, just a data dump. Um, we work with the doctors, we work with our customers, to develop a visualization that makes it look like almost like a box score in the old days. You Remember the box scores? Yeah. uh, yeah. So you know um, where you're going and and what's happening. So um, the, the final thing I just want to say is that a lot of people don't tell their doctors, not just what they're taking, but what they're not taking. Or
0: here's another one. A lot of people that are going through chemo and they're doing this because they're having nausea issues, they they, they can't eat, they're going out and they're getting marijuana supplements, they're getting CBD or they're getting edibles or they're getting actual marijuana and what do they do? They walk into a, a clinic. Uh, or or dispensary. A it's a yeah. dispensary. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. yeah. And who do they talk to? The bud master. <laughs> now I'm going to ask you. Really? I mean, this is you've got you know what a 19, 20 year old. Tw- I don't know. You know, behind the counter, uh, and he's telling you, yeah. Well, you know, you ought to do this one and that one. I mean, is that really the best way to approach this? Or in in the case of Prosper DTX, you're going to call your navigator and say, hey, yeah. I'm having this problem. Maybe they're going to recommend that you get an edible, but they're going to tell you what to do
1: and how to do it, right? Right. And, and listen, we're, we're, we're not doctors. I don't play one on TV. Um, we work with the, the clinicians to give them a weekly uh, roundup, depending upon what they're looking for. But in terms of the supportive care, absolutely right. We collect that information, and then you can go to the navigator's and you can um, ask and answer. And sometimes you'll tell the navigators and other patients um, what you won't tell the doctor. We can learn from that. And instead of going to a Budmaster for your anxiety and for the your, your uh, appetite, um, you can do it under a more prospective and controlled um, uh, situation. Absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that that is gonna have
0: the kind, just like, just like Joe talked about it a minute ago, thirty-six percent of the people taking a supplement that is actually hurting their chemo. Okay, yeah. so here, see, this is the same process. We're just talking about a well, different issue.
1: Fifty percent of patients with a uh, depression or anxiety, particularly cancer patients, are taking CBD or some kind of THC-laced product and not telling their physicians. So fifty percent. Fifty percent. That's uh, yeah.
0: That's a scary number. Yeah. I mean, especially from the standpoint of you're not telling the doctor what you're doing. Okay? You know yeah. whether well and then then there's this issue with trying to connect all the dots. So you've got a primary care physician, you've got another physician over here, you've got an oncologist yeah. over here. How is all that being well, communicated? I-
2: yeah. People freeze and are intimidated when they go to see their doctor, yep. and they want to tell the doctor what the doctor wants to hear. They, they typically report the thing that they've been feeling the last couple of days, whereas if they haven't seen their doctor in a month, they've had some other problem that's been dominant, but they don't even bring it up. Diabetes. So uh, what our, our technology does is it helps the patient. Uh, we help the patient collect how they feel, and then report how they feel to the physician.
0: So talk about, about how they do that. So you've got you've got the phone app. I mean, I've got a picture of it right yeah. here. How does that work?
1: Well, we <laughs> try to make it, and our chief technology officer, Evan Patton, has been working at MIT developing easy-to-use, um, man-of-the-people kinds of uh, interfaces for, for these kinds of experiences. We try to make it as non-invasive as possible. So we're asking and answering and checking in, how are you feeling today? And maybe it's just a matter of, of uh, red, green, and yellow lights or different um, uh, temperature levels. So if, in terms of, say, let's stick with nausea. Were you able to eat today? Really quick, yes or no? Uh, do you feel nauseous? Yes or no? What um, In the case of oral health, which I know we're going to talk Talk to. Did you have trouble swallowing, which sometimes happens when you're, when you have vomiting, you also have GERD. So we collect that information and feed that back into our platform. And we're allowing people to help collect that information, which isn't told to the doctor because you don't have 60, when you're, when you're 16 minutes with your doctor, you want to be pre- present your best self as opposed and to, that's your, not the,
0: and that's not, yeah, the, be- that's that's not, not the, that's not the reason for it. Yeah,
1: yeah correct. Okay. Yeah. But if the doctor's got all
0: that data, when you walk in the office, yeah. He already knows what you've been going through for the last thirty days, right? And he can look and go, "I understand you're having a problem with this, or or you've got a urinary, or this, that, or something else." And then and then he can take steps to help you resolve that issue, right? Yeah,
2: I mean, I well, uh, go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. Well, there's one important uh, aspect to our uh, digital application, and that is the coordination of a care team. Typically, a patient will have family and friends that want to help. Right, And they're able to interact with this app and get information and be able to support the patient. And
0: that's critically important. So I hope this is making sense to all of you out there. You know, they've got some great people that they work with. You heard him talk about Dr. Fonseca. Um, and, and the issues from Mayo Clinic. You know, they've got Dr. Kurzak, who uh, U- University of California, San Diego, Gina Marie Pullman, Duke University. I'm reading this for a reason. I want you to understand who's behind this stuff, behind the scenes working with these guys to make this thing work. The website is prosperdtx.com. I urge you to take a look at it. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate show broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HI Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website HealthRadio.us, HealthRadio.us. Send me an email if you've got a question. You also can go up on the podcast platforms: TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes, Speaker. All of them. we're on all of those. Spotify, the whole nine yards. So if you want to tell somebody about this show or listen to it again, whatever the case may be, go to the go to the podcast platforms. They are posted up through each and every week. Our producer, the always perfect Miss Karen Carson. I'm your host, Kerry Hall, in the studio with me, Doctor Bob Goldberg. Co-founder of Prosper DTX and Joseph Swader, CEO of Prosper DTX. We are talking about cancer care and disease issues surrounding cancer right now. If you you know, so you're a broker out there, maybe you've got you know five or six people in the uh, groups in the Pareto Contrarian Re or the Berkeley Fund or one of the other ones, and and they're all self-funded plans, or you're doing it some other way. You might want to take a look at this. ProsperDTX.com is the website. It's a really good website. There's a lot of information up there. Um, I think you might find this would make a lot of sense. Um, also, if you're a human resource director, go up to the website, take a look at it. And if you are in a TPA, working in a TPA, another place that it might make a lot of sense for you. So once again, um, or if you're an employer and you are on a self-funded plan, you know, go up and look at it, see what you think of it. ProsperDTX.com. All right, so you, we, we left off there, that last thing, there was an interesting comment that Joe made. 16 minutes is the average amount of time that a patient gets with their doctor when they're going through cancer treatment. And then we have all of these issues, Bob, that they have to deal with. So you're talking about everything from nausea to fever, uh, to vomiting, um, you know, all these different things that lead them to go into the ER, which is the least effective dollar spent in medical care in this country. Um, and they still don't know where they are, and they're dealing right. with people that are not, when they go in there, yeah. who, they're not even talking to people that are, that are, that are, that are oncologists or, or, or experts in cancer. They're talking to a resident, usually doctor, that is in there catching you know, fastballs all day yeah. as they're rolling yeah. them through the door. So l- let's talk a little bit about those things that they experience uh, if they are, in fact, a cancer patient, and let's go through some of those.
1: Well, and it doesn't um, matter whether you're doing immunotherapy, which are the you know the pills that you take, radiation therapy, or the traditional chemotherapy. These complications will uh, occur to a, to a certain degree. And uh, as I said in uh, the first segment of the show, there could be five different causes for pain or five different causes for nausea. Uh, we're able to look at people's data in real time and come up with a pretty good idea of what the underlying causes are so that you're not going back to the hospital ER again. Um, And for us, there's two benefits. One is for the caregiver and for the patient, it reduces that uncertainty um, both in terms of what may be happening and what the underlying causes. The second thing is for a uh, a third-party administrator or a uh, benefits manager there's a lot of different programs out there and they're all play a very important uh, role, but you want to make sure that the money you're spending to keep people out of the hospital is actually saving you the money that you want to save in the first place. And we're, um, we're very, very insistent upon being able to measure the outcomes and benefits so that people that are paying for it, get a sense that they're getting their money's worth. But more importantly for those uh, patients and caregivers, a, a sense of confidence that the plan that is being developed is working for them, and that's almost as good as uh, having another caregiver.
0: So, Joe, how important is it uh, to have that twenty-four-seven uh, service available? You know, it's two o'clock in the morning, and 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 your your wife, your husband, whatever the case may be, is violently sick, um, can't sleep, and you think, well, I got to go to the ER. Well, in in this case, you don't have to go to the ER. You can you can get on your app. Explain how that works.
2: Well, um, let's think about the name of the company is Prosper DTX. And Bob coined the term Prosper uh, for prospective and personalized. So we prospectively anticipate what's going to happen to a patient based upon their care regimen. So if, we, if, a, if a patient is going, 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 they're likely to suffer dehydration or oral health challenges, or so forth, we prospectively uh, communicate with them before they have to go to to the ER. We go to where the puck is. I think that's the term we like to use a lot. Yeah, you know, like Wayne Gretzky was a great hockey player, not because he chased the puck, because he knew where the puck was going. And so that's kind of our our thinking and the way that we plan our our digital platform. So... um, you know, Bob was talking about causal uh, causal machine learning and successfully uh, completed a validation study of over 4,000 high-risk COVID patients during 2020 where we identified causes of survival and recovery. And it was a fascinating study. We followed these patients at uh, um, assisted living uh, centers in the Northeast, over 4,000, uh, 4,091 high-risk patients and we, um, we looked at their entire medical records and were able to establish and identify supportive care ideas that would, uh, supportive care um, uh, treatments that were low cost, but that actually help patients survive and recover more quickly. And that's the beauty of causal inference and causal machine learning is identify uh, actionable causal factors where you can intervene and look at how you can... Um, uh, change the course of the patient's experience. So, Bob, what's happening here is before they get to the point where
0: this becomes a significant issue, where maybe there's readmission or whatever the right. case may be, you're able, as I'm listening to Joe talk about how you're modeling what you're doing, you're able to say, hold on, this is where this is going, this is what we need to do. Am I correct?
1: Correct. So in in the case of the, the, the COVID study that we did, uh, we found that um, and again, we're not talking about high-tech stuff. We, we found that just taking a, a decongestant or something like a, like a mucinex kind of, of um, uh, medicine actually had a positive relationship to survival. Mind you, this is before vaccines and uh, antibodies and stuff like that. Um, we're developing a similar set of algorithms for people with cancer. And again, taking thousands and thousands and thousands of permutations um, to ask what if and can you do this what if we did this with this kind of patient or these individuals and down the, in the, in, a, in the years ahead hopefully be able to do this sort of on the fly um, automatically but for the time being the, just to being able to go to where the puck will be for these important areas anxiety depression nausea fatigue fever that's you know, it, it's huge. It, it is huge, and, and
0: this is a significant improvement, and it's personalized for each and every person. So, if you want information on it, the website is prosperdtx.com. Prosperdtx.com. Uh, you know, like I said, if you're a human resource director, broker, TPA administrator, or even a hospital administrator, you really should take a look at this because it can make a big difference uh, in your client and patient's health and the way they're handling their cancer treatment. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We've got more. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate show broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HI Radio Network. My producer is Karen Carson. I'm your host, Kerry Hall, in the studio with me, Dr. Bob Goldberg, co-founder of Prosper DTX, Joseph Swader, CEO of Prosper DTX. We are talking all things cancer care here, how the Prosper DTX app works, how it gathers records, how it gets information, how you have navigators 24 7 available to you if you're a cancer patient to help you get through the issues you are dealing with. The website, prosperdtx.com. Again, if you're a human resource director, if you're a hospital administrator, if you're a broker, or a TPA, you work in a TPA. This is something you should take a look at. It's impactful. It works. You heard him talk about 4,000 studies they did, study 4,000 patients on COVID. I mean, and you heard me read some of the people that are involved in this, doctors around the country that are working with them. This is the real deal, and it makes a lot of sense, and that's why we're doing this. All right, let's switch gears a minute. You know, we do a lot of shows with a company called Triology, um, they're an all natural oral healthcare product. I, I believe in it. I use it daily. Um, I, it's also kept me from getting COVID. I've never had COVID, and neither has my wife. And I attribute that to two things, vaccines and the constant use of the, the spray for your mouth, your hands, your face. But but the one of the things that came out of working with them was learning about cancer patients. And the last thing I would have thought of was all the oral health problems. Bob, talk about that.
1: Well, we're very uh, fortunate to have as a partner the... Um, the director of the Lombardi Cancer Comprehensive Minor, uh, the Lombardi Comprehensive Cancer Center in D.C.'s minority health program director, uh, they identified oral health of cancer patients as a leading cause of hospitalization, ER admissions, and reduction in quality of life. Can't chew, can't eat, um, canker sores, and so on. It's rarely t- dealt with uh, among cancer patients. And it's a key driver of the cost and, the, like I said, the, the quality of life. So um, being able to do this kind of supportive care, chewing ice, chewing gum, just things like things that manage day-to-day, critically, critically important. It may seem like a small thing, it's not, uh, but it's it, it could really mean life and death to a lot of cancer patients.
0: My father had cancer of the mouth. Okay, And he died from it because it metastasized one in his body. Yeah. I, and, and they surgically removed his tongue, a large portion of it. It was hell, absolute and complete and total hell. Wow. And I was one of the caregivers, and it was not an easy thing to deal with. So I know how, you know, that was an extreme example. But we've had Dr. Elias and the people from Triology up here, and I had a cancer patient here in the studio, and they talked about the hell they went through. Not, as you said, not being able to eat, the pain in their mouth constantly affects sleep it affected everything they do nobody's talking about this yeah. okay and you guys identified it um, and and the, and so if somebody has the issue Joe and they pick up the you know they, they pick up the phone they call their navigator the navigator walks them through here's the
2: issue and here's what we think will help you exactly um, we we look at um, specifically um, the care regimen of the patient and see the likelihood of them developing oral health complications. We recommend certain um, act, actions, as Bob was mentioned, coordinate with their navigators. And also a, a very important part of this is that um, a cancer patient can be all enthusiastic, download an app, say, I'm going to really like tackle this problem. But then they get hit by a train. It's called chemotherapy, yep. it's called cancer care. And they don't want to do anything. Right. So coordinating with not only their navigators but family and friends that can that can step in when the moment of self-advocacy is its biggest challenge, we think is a is a really important aspect of delivering that continuity of care. Yeah. So
0: so families I want to make that clear. Family members can also be on the yes. app, and so they can be shared. You can yes. create your own That's care critical. team.
2: You can create yeah. your own care team. And and it, and it can just think about your dad and your your oh. situation. My, I lost my dad to cancer. If, if I had something that was able to give me information about what he was going through and how I could take care of him um, yeah. uh, uh, during that time and, and if I could know it before it would happen, that would that's the, the, the real the real important part. you don't want to put out a fire you want to prevent the fire. So um, yeah. we think that the care team defined as family and friends as an important,
0: like. I think that's huge. Yeah. I think it's huge that everybody stays on the same page. You think about it now. You know, we're here in the Midwest, but you'd be, a, you know, you, you look at people here. I've got kids in Washington State. I've got kids here. You know, we had kids in California. I mean, th- and and with this kind of a situation using this app, everybody can communicate yes. and yeah. be part of the team. And that that's helpful. That's very helpful. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'll give you one uh, brief anecdote. Please. So with with our our beta version. My dad um, totaled the car, and um, he was rushed to the emergency room. Thank God, you know, he he, was, he, he, he turned out it was just a, f- a fracture. But I was able to see in real time as he was going through the procedures what the results were. I was able to share it with this primary care doctor. I was able to share it with my brother. So we were able to make an assessment based upon the treatment that is receiving and the... Uh, his prior history, they wanted to give him um, hypertension medication. Um, and I said, don't give him hypertension. He has white coat syndrome. The guy's <laughs> blood pressure goes to the roof every time he sees a doctor. So there's certain things that you, as a care team, you know, um, you can, the, the, the wisdom of the crowds can produce um, better care, not just for that, but also for things like oral health, where, by the way, in, in the program we're doing, we're going to p- give people through telehealth access to uh, some of our experts, including somebody with an expert in oral oncology, oral de- uh, onco- oncological dentistry, I think it's called. Go ahead, Joe. We're yeah. wrapping it up here.
2: Uh, we, I just wanted to point out that, that our product portfolio for cancer has three different legs. The first is cancer screening, where uh, we help patients, that are, we help people that are, are cancer-free understand their risk, active treatment, and then survivorship.
0: You know, what you guys have created here is really, I think, quite remarkable. It's very, very different. I really appreciate you guys coming in here from New York and, and New Jersey and doing this show because I think we got a lot of information out to people. You know, folks, I said it going into this segment. I'm going to say it again. You know, we do these kind of shows to educate you, to bring you information. You know, we, you know, we did the show here a couple of months ago on black Alzheimer's. Folks, The, the it, Alzheimer's in the African-American yeah. community, they were looking for people to go to a trial. We had more people off the podcast going than before we ever put the show on the air. My point in telling you that is this information needs to be shared. The website is prosperdtx.com. It's a great place to take and look at this and understand what they do. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with this thought from Dr. Albert Einstein. The one who follows the crowd will usually get no further than the crowd. The one who walks alone is likely to find himself in places no one has ever been. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network. Coast to coast across the USA, goodbye, America.